Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On my way into work, the news radio station I was listening to dropped in a snippet of Baby Shark. And now I cannot get it out of my head. And then I look up, and I have TNT on TV and studio, and the floor in Oklahoma City looks like Baby Shark. I'm not kidding you. It looks like the Baby Shark. Did you know there's a Baby Shark movie coming out? I didn't know that, but that's why. Well, that's what I was listening to when I was listening to the news. They dropped in the old Baby Shark hook, and now it's stuck in my brain. And Jay's about to play it. What do you want to bet? Oh, now he's not going to because I said that. But I can read his mind. Yeah, exactly. No. That's not even the version that I heard. It's the one where it gets deeper and, and the shark gets a little older. Anyway. Oh, that's kind of creepy. I've never heard the daddy shark. <laughs> I like Grandma Shark. Nice. Yep, it was Baby, not Grandpa, but still. Uh, I'm not joking, though. If you Google the Oklahoma City Thunder in-season tournament floor, you'll see it looks like a Baby Shark. That turquoise blue. Actually, you know what it reminds me of? The gummy sharks. Have you ever seen gummy sharks? They're this color, this bright turquoise blue with the white backs. I There's so much important stuff to talk about. I'm using my air quotations, important, in sports. But can I first ask how you all feel about the in-season tournament? Or do you even know that it's going on? The NBA is changing the paint on the floors or changing the floor tiles for every in-season game versus regular season game. And the difference is some of the in-season tournament games, they count toward some championship in Vegas, I think. And then they go back to their regular floors and it's not the in-season tournament designs. It's so gimmicky. You know what it reminds me of? putting a man on second base in extra innings so that there could be more excitement, more scoring right off the top. 
So whether it's Baby Shark or it's the in-season tournament, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Is this a different song by the same artist? I don't know. The sharks are singing a different song. Oh, my gosh. And then I tried. I tried to listen to the traffic, the weather, the business report, and the only thing that kept running through my mind was baby shark theme, which is not going to be the theme for this edition of The Hump Show. But it fits. It definitely fits. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, when I say important, I don't really mean important. The in-season tournament for the NBA is not important, nor is nor is what Dion has to say about other coaching jobs or the college football playoff rankings, but we do enjoy them. It gives us a distraction. It gives us something to talk about. Oh, and it gives you a chance to win when you listen to the show. You have four hours left to send your guesses, and it really is random. The number between 1 and 1,000 that we've previously written down, taken a photo of, shared. So producer Jay has the number. I have the number. It cannot be changed. It's locked in. You can even see the photo. Oh, actually, we would probably use the photo when it's time to reveal. We've seen some pretty close guesses. We've seen, huh, maybe one or two that have come within 10 to 15 of our number. And you are winning a spot, in a, a very selective, exclusive spot in the After Hours Holiday Zoom Room when you get to wear your ugliest Christmas sweater. Or some other type of decoration. If you would like to wear antlers on your head, that would be fine too. But Christmas is required. Holiday decor is required. A few years ago, I'm trying to think what the occasion was. I think it was Christmas of 2020 maybe. But I wasn't still doing the show from home, but maybe I did. Because I, either there was a snowstorm or I can't remember exactly what was happening. But I did do a series of shows from home at Christmas time of 2020. And I had my Christmas tree up behind me. And it was so much fun to do a show with my Christmas tree behind me. Now, when they decorate here in studio, it's awful. It's fake. And if it's not fake within days because no one waters the poinsettias or waters the little tree, they start hemorrhaging their leaves and their and their pine needles because nobody waters. I'm going to bring in my watering can this year. Although I'm going to be gone for 18 days. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be doing the show from Texas a few times. But for the most part, I won't be around for Christmas decorations. Anyway, it's not the same in our studio because the the decorations quickly go to pot. They go to hell in a handbasket. But it is fun to do a show with a vibe. And so we want to do an after-hour Zoom room with a vibe. And so you've got a few hours left. couple things you can do on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. 
the post where you send your number, and I would recommend that you send it to the post or that you reply to the post because if you don't, Producer Jay will have a hard time finding it. He can page through, but it's really difficult to go through all the tweets we receive and all the posts on Facebook. So if you don't, if you don't post on the actual picture, which comes from was it? It's a uh, top model, right? Making the cut. Yeah. So just look, look for that gift. But right now, he, the easy way to find it is it's pinned to the top of our show Twitter after our CBS, and it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. And you're looking for the sirens, the the bright red siren emoji. There's four of them in case you missed the first three. There's a fourth one after that. And all you're doing is sending your guests, your number between 1 and 1,000. You can also vote for the After Hours TD of the Week. That poll is still live for a couple more hours. Right now we have a two-horse race, and it's pretty tight. Cleveland is leading San Francisco. Like I said, it's pretty tight. You can go, and if, again, if you haven't cast your vote, you want to do that now because we're going to need yours to decide this. Also, do that on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. And then finally, we take your questions for Ask Amy Anything. So all those posts, all those options are available to you on my Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, and then Facebook. And our phone number is 855-212-4CBS. I bet some of you can actually recite it yourself. It took me a few years, but now I don't have to look anymore, which is a good thing because the piece of paper that has the number, my goodness, it's the same piece of paper we've had since the network started. The piece of paper with the numbers on it is 11 years old. And in the same tape holding it up, too, that oh, yeah. keeps falling down. No right. one will just replace the stick of tape. You just got to keep pressing that yeah. same one, hoping it'll stay for another month or so. I remember uh, way back when somebody tried staples. That didn't work <laughs> in the side of the, the wall. So you've got lots of options. Just don't sing Baby Shark. Whatever you do. I mean, we're not quite close enough to Christmas, but pretty soon we'll get you singing about a hippopotamus instead of a shark. I want a Did you read my mind? Is that how you had it available? Only a hippopotamus <laughs> you did, didn't you? You decided, wow, I know Amy really well. If she's starting out talking about one animal and then she morphs into the holidays, the hippo is not far behind. Yeah, we had animals, holidays. I figured it was only a matter of time. Could we play I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas during the after-hours Zoom room? Absolutely. You know what else we could do? We could ask our Zoomers who will be with us to play their own favorite Christmas song. That'd be fun. That is fun. We're just going to have a Christmas party, minus the eggnog. Well, you could have your own eggnog. I don't I don't like eggnog. eggnog. Don't, is that weird? No, I don't think so. I, I had it once a long time ago. It was not an alcoholic one, but it's when I tried it. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> Thank had, you for pointing that out. No, like a long time ago. Uh, I don't, I don't think I'd like it, but I'd have to try it again. Eh, it's seems, too sticky sweet for me. Yeah, it seems like the, I wouldn't like the texture much. I don't know. The texture? It's foamy-ish. Yeah. It's kind of foamy and, hmm. Do you like milk? 
Oh, yeah, I love milk. I do, too. I drink milk all the time, but it's not the texture for me. It's because I don't I don't mind a milkshake. That, mm-hmm. That's what I feel like eggnog resembles in terms of its consistency, and its texture is a milkshake, something like that. But I just don't like the taste. It's too sticky sweet. Huh. I really like egg, <laughs> and I really like cinnamon and some of the toppers. I just don't like the t- – it's too yeah too sweet for me. I do like milkshake, though, so maybe I would like it. I'll you can try it. it. Yeah. Try it this year. I'll bring some in. It's very strange, too. For me, this is this is just a side note. I know we make a big deal of the holidays, and I definitely love – well, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year, and my gosh – Coming up on Thursday, tomorrow, wait, tomorrow, no, not tomorrow, sorry. Uh, it's two days from now. I was thinking it's Wednesday. Nope, not Wednesday yet. Uh, I'm just upside down. <laughs> it's been one of those days. Uh, and I'll have to remember, hump show, middle show of the work week. So coming up on Thursday, it's exactly one week to Thanksgiving. Huh. Huh. Also, this floor in Oklahoma City is driving me batty. It's, it, I'm telling you, it's like baby shark. Just go look at it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, it is our hump show. And that means you get to ask Amy anything. That means you get to vote for TD of the Week if you haven't already. And as I say, the After Hours Holiday Zoom Room is still up and available. And you're going to get cut off, actually, within a couple hours. So you better check it out. Uh, I don't want to launch into something right here, but we will. Fight, 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 fight in the game between the Warriors and the Timberwolves. They were already without Steph Curry. And two minutes into the game, the other two members of the big three for the Warriors also got tossed. If you haven't seen this video, Jay will share it when we start talking about it. I hope this is not because of the in-season tournament. I hope this is not because... Tempers are running hot over a dumb in-season tournament. But there's a lot of jawing back and forth and people getting ejected and there will be fines and potentially suspensions handed down. There is no doubt because, you know, Draymond Green right in the middle of things. You're a clown. <laughs> Gosh. So before we get into that, and and we will, coming up at the next segment, and then bottom of the hour, the Bills make a change. But... I believe they make a change simply for the sake of making a change and maybe out of frustration. Have you ever heard anyone say, if you listen to the show long enough, you'll hear me say it. Don't ever make decisions when you're emotional. Don't send text messages when you're emotional either. That's also a bad idea. A lot of times, especially when it's a member of the opposite sex. But... When it comes to the Bills, this truly feels like a change just because we've got to do something. So we'll talk about it. And you'll hear Sean McDermott talk about it. Before we get to that point, though, I am so, so happy and grateful and proud to tell you that our friend John Kincaid is cancer-free. (laughs) If you haven't seen the video that he shared earlier on Tuesday, please check it out on my Twitter. Again, A-Law Radio. He, of course, was very emotional, speaking of emotions. Very emotional as he shared that 
He went through another round of testing. Still has one chemo treatment to go, but went through another round of testing. And for the third time in his life, he's beaten cancer. It's not even all the same cancer. Incredible. It's not that long ago. It was this summer when he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. And I'm not telling you anything that he hasn't shared publicly. So I appreciate that listeners and colleagues, as well as us friends and family, have been able to walk through this with him. He had set up, or he first had a surgery, a very aggressive surgery. And then it was set up for him to go through a dozen chemo treatments. He has one to go. But they've already run him through the two tests that indicate if the cancer has spread, has regressed, has shrunk, or in his case is completely and utterly gone. And it is that. It is completely and utterly gone. He is cancer-free. So if you haven't seen the video, even if you don't know John, though many of you do because he was a host here on CBS Sports Radio for a few years on Sundays. He's a a longtime Atlanta radio host, but recently went home to Philadelphia, and he's been there for several years. He's got an amazing wife and daughter, and I couldn't be happier for them as he walks through this fight. His theme all the way through this was there is only one acceptable outcome. So he was aggressive in, well, he told the doctors to be aggressive. They were aggressive in how they treated him. He had surgery. He's about to finish up his chemo in the next few days, his final chemo treatment. But the doctors have run the tests, and he could share publicly that he is cancer-free. And, of course, he gets very emotional in his video, so then he cries and I cry and... (laughs) Having prayed for him this whole time, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for prayers answered. And I'm so happy that John will make this part of his story and his testimony. He is a faithful, passionate, funny, intelligent, bold, and warm, supportive man, husband, father, friend, I'm so excited. I'm just so happy and and unbelievably excited and joyful that John is cancer-free. So again, you can check out that video on my Twitter if you'd like to see him. But just be prepared to cry because it's pretty amazing. He still has the ringing of the bell that will take place. So he hasn't done that yet, but he will ring the bell after his final treatment. Yes, John. We always knew there was only one acceptable outcome. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for the Hump Show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... 
what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The After Hours Podcast. And with the local DBC news, Evan Cool J with the Twins will come back. More absolutely. But tonight... Edwards will take a dribble, take a three straight on, no good. Draymond defensive rebound. Leaves it for Paul down the right side. And now McDaniels and Clay Thompson get tangled up. And now Draymond gets in there to hug Gobert away in a headlock. And we've got a scramble. We have security people on the floor. Coaches flying all over the place. Clay Thompson gets pulled aside by Chris Paul. Draymond and Gobert get separated. Well, Draymond went after Gobert as if he saw Gobert do something. And Gobert now pointing and gesturing in Draymond's direction. John Murray, Warriors security extraordinary over there. Yeah, Clay's Clay jersey is ripped. Jersey. And here we are, a minute and 43 in. This is Clay Thompson, four-time champion with the Golden State Warriors. You're listening to one of the best shows in America, After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Thank you, Clay. Clay had plenty of time after he got ejected not even two minutes into a game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, my gosh. All right, so there's a lot to sift through here. This game was taking place in the Bay Area. I will say the floor was decidedly less adorned than some of the others that are just so gaudy. There was a long yellow, well, golden, golden state, a long golden column all the way through the middle from the free throw lane on one end to the free throw lane through the free throw lane on the other end. Other than that, it wasn't as decorative. Wonder if they'll go red and green for the holidays. I don't, I do not understand what the point is. Sometimes when the courts are red or orange, you can't even see the basketball. It makes zero sense. Anyway, that, that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about. Only that 
you could see what was happening in Golden State. So it's not even two minutes into the game. Neither team has scored. And Jaden Daniels of the Timberwolves and Clay Thompson of the Warriors, they get tangled up. Now, it's intentional. Neither would let go of the other. They were both pursuing a rebound. Clay and Jaden managed to get a handful of the other's jersey. And they're pulling each other around. They're like a whirling dervish. Neither one would let go. They're both grabbing onto the other's jersey. They've got arms flailing about. I don't know if you'd call it punching. It was more like just waving and kind of, like as they say, flailing. Arms flailing about. And they kind of whip around multiple times until they're into the front court. And then as it gets a little extra aggressive and chippy, or as my my one niece would say, it was extra. Why are you so extra? Uh, then a, a variety of whistles blow, a myriad of whistles blow. And maybe you didn't see this. It's hard to see. I had to go back and rewind it multiple times to see the Graymon, the Graymond. The Actually, I guess that could be Gobert and Draymond. The Graymond piece. Rudy Gobert gets Clay Thompson by the neck. He's got his arm around. Now he he didn't he wasn't choking him, but he did have Clay by the neck. And he was attempting to pull Clay off Jaden McDaniels by the neck. So in comes Draymond flying through the scrum of people. He then puts his arm around Gobert's neck and attempts to drag him off Clay Thompson. Now, once they had stopped all of the brouhaha, Chris Paul comes in, he pulls, and you hear this with Tim Roy on Warriors Radio, Chris Paul comes in, he pulls Clay Thompson away, various teammates are separating the guys that are on court, getting Jaden McDaniels away, pulling him a different direction, and it took quite a while before Draymond would let go of Rudy Gobert. I don't love either guy as big as they are going after smaller dudes by grabbing them around the necks. And no, it's not an excuse that they're taller and that that's that's where they would grab, right? They'd have to bend down to grab the guy around the waist or the shoulders, whatever. I don't, you're athletes, figure it out. I don't love that at all. The fact that it was two guys grabbing smaller dudes around the neck or go bear first and then Draymond grabbing him and hauling him away. But Draymond hung on far longer than he needed to or should have. Not not that you should ever grab someone by the neck, but I think if you see, many of us would do the same thing. You could say the same about football, hockey, baseball. When you see your teammate with another man's arm around his neck, I can understand why you react in kind. But Draymond hung on far too long. So Chris Finch, 
is the head coach of the Warriors. Oh, duh. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. It's one of those days. It's the hump show. Uh, Chris Finch is the head coach of the Timberwolves, and he gives his perspective first. Didn't see a ton of it, to be honest with you. I looked down. I saw Rudy in a chokehold. I saw both Clay and um, Jaden wrapped up with each other. I didn't see how any of it started until I looked at the film. Um, you know, so, but it, you know, it was right from the jump, you know, they're putting their hands on us and, um, we got, you know, got, again, it got physical right away. And, um, I thought the referees did a really good job of cleaning it up. I thought the, uh, you know, the suspensions or the ejections rather were, uh, the right ones thought it was, they were warranted. And, um, you know, I thought they did a good job of getting control of the game from that point of view. Now, Jaden McDaniels, he did speak. Both he and Clay Thompson were right away assessed two technical fouls each, which is an automatic ejection just under NBA rules. They're both assessed a pair of technicals. And then Draymond Green gets a flagrant two foul, which is also an automatic ejection. He just earned his second ejection of the season. Uh, it was last weekend, maybe, he was ejected. And so now he's already got two. You know, there's a certain number you get to. Is it 16? Or if you get to 16, you have an, uh, a game suspension. You get a night off, if you will. Didn't hear from Clay Thompson, but he was furious when he was ejected. Did hear from Jaden McDaniels on his perspective. I was just trying to crash for a rebound, and uh, he kind of had grabbed me by my collar, and I was just trying to, you know, defend myself, get him kind of off me, like, a little bit, and, you know, the rest is, it is what it is. Could you feel the tensions already at that point? Oh, uh, yeah, I knew before, like, there was, like, some chitter-chatter going back and forth, but, like, I wasn't taking it serious. I was laughing, and then, I guess, it was a bigger deal to him, so... I have no problem. I don't have no issue. I was just trying to defend myself, really. So that's the perspective of Jaden McDaniels. Steve Kerr, of course, has his own version of what happened. Actually, it's it's kind of amusing the way that (laughs) you always have to take into account the speaker, take into account the source when you hear a version of a story. There's no way Clay Thompson should have been thrown out of the game. I mean, he's running up the floor, and he, the guy grabs his jersey, and he's pulling on him, and so Clay pulls back. And uh, no way Clay should have been ejected. That was ridiculous. Um, so I was upset about that. And then uh, the Draymond piece of it, um, if you watch the replay, Rudy had his uh, hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy, and uh, that's I saw one replay um, right after it happened. Um, the guys on the back of the bench were telling us uh, <clears throat> that Rudy had Draymond or had Clay, and that's why Draymond went at, went at Rudy. So that's all I all I know. Um, but it was, yeah, a bizarre way to start the game a minute and a half in. Yeah, not even points scored at that juncture. Nobody had even put in a point. Apparently, the first time in NBA history we've had multiple players ejected from a game before either team had a basket. It's kind of interesting. So I'm sure we'll hear from the league and Draymond Green as a repeat offender. No doubt we'll hear more words from the league than either of the other two. There's a lot to sort through. 
I'm a little surprised, maybe because it flew under the radar, that Rudy Gobert didn't get a technical foul or didn't get a a flagrant two because he also had his hands on another player's neck. I mean, he didn't have him in a headlock, but he definitely had grabbed Clay by the neck. And I understand that Draymond got a flagrant two. You're not under NBA rules. You are not allowed to either incidentally or on purpose grab, hit, impact, anything, the the head or neck area of another player. That's a recent emphasis. Let's say going back maybe four or three, four years. And it's it, it's a source of consternation a lot of times. Marco Belletti is here in studio because guys will accidentally, you know, it's not like, like they intend to, but they'll throw an elbow or or just their elbow connects with another man's head on their way up to the hoop. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's assessed as a flagrant foul because you are not supposed to be impacting another player's head or neck. So I'm kind of surprised that Gobert was not also tossed, though I can certainly understand why Draymond was. Yeah, no, obviously. I you know, I didn't check though. Did Gobert get a uh, did he get hit with a flagrant just a or a technical? Like did obviously he didn't get thrown out, but I don't know he if he got not. a technical. I don't remember. But even if he um, did, it would have been a flagrant one which is unintentional. Right, that's what I mean. So I I don't know. Quote unquote. I, yeah, yeah, I I mean, they did a decent job of sifting this out. I mean, it was a little bit of a mess. It's a few minutes in. I mean, the ejections were fine. I'll be fair, and look, this is going to happen from time to time. You don't like to see it. You don't want to see it. The thing that I took out of this, and maybe it's just me, I didn't like that Carl Anthony Towns that was right there with Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert and did nothing. That was the thing that I had the most problem with. Gobert has got Clay Thompson, so Draymond Green comes in to defend his teammate. You can complain, whatever, but it's understandable. We get it. Carl Anthony Towns is there. Sees Draymond Green basically on the sleeper hold with Rudy Gobert. And they just, just stand standing there. there watching it. I guess I missed that part. I watched this video doing? so many times as I try to figure out what Gobert was doing and why Draymond came flying in. Yeah. And they're on the other side of the camera, the initial camera angle, so you have to kind of like go through it slow-mo. But I'll have to go back and watch Cat. Now, again, that's that's me. But the first thing I'm looking at is Carl Anthony Towns not getting Draymond Green huh. off his teammate. He's there. He's kind of like almost playing, I guess, the peacemaker, quote-unquote. <laughs> He's speaking. Get your hands off my teammate would have been the first thing that. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'm not saying that I wanted this escalated. I'm not saying I wanted punches thrown. But I'm surprised that he's he's there. He even might have had might have had a hand near Draymond. Like he's right on top of the situation. Mm, interesting. And didn't in my mind do anything. That was to me the first thing that jumped out to me. Everything else is. Look, it's going to happen from time to time. We don't want to see it. It is what it is. You get ejections. We, we get it. And it moves on. And you'll get fined. And whatever it is the league has to do, understandable. I just wasn't thrilled about you see a teammate in that type of chokehold, you got to help them out. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I I have no trouble empathizing, maybe too strong of a word. I have no trouble understanding Draymond in this situation. Because mm-hmm. if somebody comes after a family, a friend, a teammate in this case, and has his hands on his neck, I'm going to do the same damn thing. Well, and that's it, his it's job. It's just instinct, right? And that's his I job have no too. trouble with that. Right, but he's I also the enforcer. And, he is. Right, so he's that's his job. He's supposed to do that. He probably went a little overboard, but that's part of his job, and that's what he is for the team. I get it. But Carl Anthony Towns, and not to say that the T-Wolves don't have whatever it is that they got going on to try to figure out what's what's there anyway. But right. I just didn't like that. You're on top of that. You see your teammate, I mean, really, getting, 
I mean, almost choked out. Like, yeah. you see, he's not, he's in a giant I, headlock. I'll have to check it out. How do you not step in if you're standing right there? Mm-hmm. I didn't like that, personally. I would have preferred, now again, I'm not sitting, sitting here telling you that he has to throw punches and escalate and make it this big, giant, crate. no, nobody wants to see that. I'm not advocating for that. But I do want to see you protect your teammate. Agreed. And I feel like Kat didn't do that. Remember we had the whole flap with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going back a few years ago where um, there were shots being taken at Ben Roethlisberger and his offensive linemen were doing nothing. Or maybe it was, shoot, maybe it was his backup. Mason thing. Rudolph? Yeah, it might have been Mason when Ben was injured. And there was all this talk. And even guys uh, were coming out from the O-line and saying, yeah, that's our fault. We should be protecting our guy. We should be picking him up. We should be making sure he's okay. And so, yeah, I think a lot of these Athletes will take it personally if you don't step in and protect your your guy. In baseball, if you don't join a fracas, well, then there's something wrong with you. And didn't Dion say this going back to the beginning of the year? There's a fight on the field. You better get involved. Look, and as much as we could say this, but it's the truth. And anyone that's played any kind of, you don't have to like your teammate. But you True. damn well better be but there to help him. Yeah, you got to defend that, him. That's just part of it. He's that, your teammate. You don't have to like him. Yeah. Afterward, like, you can, honestly, you can hate him. That's fine. Doesn't matter. But when there's a problem, you better be there to defend, to defend him. him. That's, yeah. that's just part of what, how it goes. Agreed. You don't get to pick your teammate. But damn it, if there's a problem, you got to go help him. <laughs> Jay, why are you in there smiling away and shaking your head? What's going on in I'm there? I'm just watching the video. And, I mean, I have no reason to defend Cat or, or not. But I just feel like he kind of does go to the aid of his teammate. Uh, I mean, he. I just don't think he's as strong as Draymond, where he can't literally get him off of Gobert. <laughs> oh, that's but, another issue in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, but I do see, once Carl Anthony Towns sees him, he runs right over, and whether he's just bear-hugging him or just trying to maybe de-escalate it and not really... He's not trying to throw a punch. There's absolutely... No, 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 and I'm not advocating for a punch, but he's also not trying to get Draymond off of Rudy Gobert. I don't know if I agree with that. Okay. Watching this video. And I think I don't Anthony Edwards is also right there, and Edwards kind of plays a little more physical trying to rip Draymond off than Towns does. But Towns is right there. I'm looking at him hugging Draymond. Oh, he's right there. That I believe. I just... I, <laughs> hugging might well, be the... I gotta like, go I, back and watch this you know, during the break. Okay. Your arm's around his neck. I, I need that arm off his neck. And I feel like Cat didn't... Really he, concern himself with that aspect yeah, of it. He definitely wasn't trying to tug him as much as Edwards was, who clearly isn't as big as Draymond. Yeah, but. for sure. All right, go watch the video, Jay, if you want to share it from the NBA account he did on our show Twitter after hours. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. CBS is where you can find it. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. <laughs> it's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Top stop. Southern Celtics. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The San Francisco 49ers. Second down one, a play caller delight here. Kittle goes in motion right. Outside of McKivitz, Ayuk is on that side. Purdy under center, a five-step drop. Now going to pump and throw down the sideline. Kittle, he's got it and he's gone. Touchdown, San Francisco. Keep feeding the beast on a wheel route and George Kittle's wheels. There is nothing wrong with him. The Arizona Cardinals. Third and one on the six. Two receivers right, one left in Falcon territory. Shotgun formation. Murray has Connor to his left. Snap to Murray, and he's going to keep it running left. He's at the five, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Kyler Murray is back. The mighty Kyler Murray on a zone read. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's Mayfield, shotgun look, looks right. Now back to his left, those toward his left. Caught ball, Evans at the five, to the three, two, one, touchdown Tampa Bay. There you go, fire the cannons, Mike Evans. Yeah, really a nice job. Now Baker, he had those happy feet. He looked to his left, to his right, but then he was able to find Mike Evans coming on an in route right in the middle of the field. And then Mike Evans, you can see the frustration in his body. He turns around and just drags the defender into the end zone with him about six yards. That's Fulton, number 26, who just carries into the end zone. The Cleveland Browns. Clock winds under eight and a half to play here in the fourth quarter. Jackson adjusts his wristbands as he settles into the shotgun. Takes the snap, looks to his right. Ball is swatted high in the air, and it is intercepted by the Browns. Greg Newsom along the sidelines into the end zone. Touchdown Cleveland, 33 yards off the deflection at the line of scrimmage. No penalty flags. And the Browns are within 131-30. Ooh, that pick six. It was a moment that sent a jolt through the AFC North. Maybe at that point you still believe the Ravens were going to hang on against the Browns, but goodness. And then the missed extra point, which was unbelievable, and yet the Browns were still able to win with a late drive. So Deshaun Watson is back, obviously makes a major difference. Um, Yeah, the... 
that defensive moment, it seems to fit with the Browns this season. Pretty incredible. So the call there on Browns Radio. That's one of our candidates for TD of the week. Also, Mike Evans, after dropping a touchdown, then in frustration, drags the defender with me and says, well, I'm going, so I guess you're going too, and has a touchdown for the Buccaneers. Gene Deckerhoff on their radio network as they end a four-game losing skid. Kyler Murray, a rushing touchdown exactly 11 months to the day that he tore his ACL, and what a difference Kyler made. And certainly there are still some growing pains and getting back into the flow and just being overall out of rhythm, rusty. But he was cutting, he was turning, he was twisting. Uh, Late scramble on third down, he actually ran 74 yards to gain nine. That was charted by those who pay attention to such things. Dave Pash on Cardinals Radio. Welcome back, Kyler. And then George Kittle. He is one of Brock Purdy's staunchest defenders and supporters. And he had a 66-yarder that was just brute force strength when he split defenders. And actually, Purdy threw him the ball under duress. Purdy was about to get leveled, and he had a defender coming right at him. And, you know, Purdy's not a big dude. And so the defender looks like Superman about to drape over the top of him, uh, which is illegal. Of course, you can't really hit quarterbacks. And... So he delivers the ball on the money between two defenders, Kittle splits, and then boom, he's gone. He actually is able to saunter into the end zone. So you have an hour left to vote for TD of the week. I'm actually going to retweet it now on my Twitter, ALAW Radio. While you're there, you can send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. That's on Twitter as well. Uh, You've got the same options on Facebook, so don't feel like we're leaving you out. And if you haven't yet set sent, set, decided, whatevs, your guests for the after hours holiday Zoom room, well, then you can do that as well on either Twitter or Facebook. Interesting. I just saw the pool reporter send quotes or post quotes from the official who was responsible for speaking on behalf of the crew that was doing the Timberwolves and Warriors game. So we will give you the responses to the questions from the one official about why Rudy Gobert was not disciplined in this game. Plus, the Bills fire their offensive coordinator. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.